Hey everyone, it's Michelle and Brandy, and this is Spooky Shit. So this week we are bringing you a sequel to our one of our actually first ever episodes about witches. We're going to be talking about witches today again. So I'm going to be starting out talking about Agnes Sampson. And then I'm going to talk about The Great Noise and Maylin Matt's daughter. Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. But first, it's been brought to our attention that maybe we shouldn't just jump right into these awful stories and more ease into it. <laughs> so, Brandy, how have you been? <laughs> you have anything cool going on? No pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean, I'm, I'm, my mom's finally, or my family's finally coming back from Washington. They oh, left yeah. to go visit my tia. They've been gone for like weeks, huh? Two weeks. Holy shit. They come back tomorrow, finally. It's Did you like weird. being alone? I do and I don't. <laughs> I like it because, you know, we kind of have our privacy and mm-hmm. it's just... It's nice, you know, to get some alone time. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm used to, like, all the noise, my sisters being You're never lonely. Like, yeah, (laughs) I'm used to, like, my sister freaking playing Robux on the computer in the living room and, like, freaking yelling and stuff. And she's, she's, like, always, like, what's it called? Like, FaceTiming my cousin or, like, her friends. So she's so, they're always like ah like yelling and stuff. It's probably um, hella quiet now that they're gone. Then. Yeah, it's super <laughs> quiet. It's so I I don't like it. Um, Alaris, on the other hand, she's enjoying it. She's, she's she loving loves, it. She's used to like silence. Oh, you guys are very different. Yeah, we're weird. <laughs> it's like I miss like bugging my sister. I know she's just enjoying the peace and quiet. Yeah, trying to get you to go on walks, but you don't want to go with her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trying yeah. to make me. It's fucking, it's fucking hot down here. We're going through a heat wave. I don't know about everywhere else. But uh, I also would not want to go on walks till it was dark. So, Yeah, I respect. told her, okay, I'll walk. But after the sun is mostly gone. <laughs> it's a little gone, so it's not dangerous. But yeah. also not mega hot. <laughs> exactly. I can't stand when it's mega hot. I was like telling you before. That I literally get mad when I get hot. I get the same exact way. Let us know if anyone else gets angry. But like, I I don't know. It pisses me off for some reason. I just don't like being sweaty. <laughs> I did it. I just, yeah, I just hate the feeling of being hot. I'd rather be cold. 100%. Because then you could just get blankets or sweaters. Yeah. I have my exactly. heating pad. I'll just turn it on. Crank up that old like heat pad. chocolate or something. Oh my god. I miss fall. I think fall might be my favorite season. Mine's Winter. Winter. Well, I mean, I guess San Diego fall and winter are probably like other places summers. It doesn't even get that cold here. But yeah, I just I just can't. I feel like it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down. Oh, I totally agree. I hate it. Right now, as we're recording, because like obviously I don't have a fan on or anything or the window open, I have like a little hand towel that has water on it that I'm just pressing against my legs like back and forth to keep (laughs) myself cool. I did the same last week. Last week I put it on the back of my neck, neck, though. Yeah, yeah. But I have like an undercut, and my sister had just dyed it orange and yellow, and it was. <laughs> and now I stained a white towel yellow with hair dye. So, yeah. 
played yourself. I really you felt truly cool, did. right? I did feel pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I don't regret it. I just maybe shouldn't have used a white towel. <laughs> True. You should have used a yellow or an orange one. Oh, I should have used a yellow one. I have yellow ones. Wow. Well, damn. Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> How long should we talk for? I don't know. <laughs> 20 minutes. minutes. Like, ask Alaris if we're allowed to start now. <laughs> clearly we're not doing this our best you know i think that we used to actually start episodes talking more but I then so. somewhere down the line we stopped clicking record early and we just talked for 20 minutes beforehand and then mm-hmm. yeah our bad we need to start clicking record whenever we first start talking no it makes sense i mean as long as we we could do like a little like oh how how was your week yeah oh actually Last weekend, I went to Escondido's Pride, their first one. It was their first Pride. Yeah. Oh shit! How was it? It was. It was cool. There was actually a lot of people there, like more than I expected. Oh cool! Where um, was that? Or like, how did they? It was go? at Kit Carson Park, actually. Oh shit! Nice. <laughs> uh, it was cool. We only went for a little bit because it was really hot. Uh, we as we were saying, there. heat wave. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just, it was too hot. Like, it mm-hmm. was really cool. But, again, it was, like, small. Mm-hmm. And we literally walked around the whole, like, because they had, um, like, um, like the tents. Yeah. Of, like, you know, people selling stuff. Of course. Um, Which was cool, but we walked around, like, three times, and then they did have, like, some entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they had, like, a dog competition, and, had, like, people <laughs> so performing. Random. Oh, had, like some people were performing and stuff, which was cool, but yeah, we were just too hot, and we had Dante with us. Oh, Dante's Brandy's dog. Yes, my <laughs> my uh, German Shepherd. Your son. My son. <laughs> um, you can follow him on at on Instagram. Oh, at it. It's a uh, floppy dot ears, Dante. Classic. I think I followed it. <laughs> oh there's yeah, a great did. there's a great video if anyone wants to follow it oh, fuck. of brandy fucking falling and eating <laughs> shit <laughs> like yep i don't even know what that is it's like a dog thing that they could climb up and down and brandy yeah, was standing on like it a, like a ramp yeah it's like it meets in the middle it's to like, like two ramps that meet in the middle yeah yeah brandy fell off of it and it was pretty funny and it's on instagram <laughs> yeah i well i jumped off of it and then when i landed oh I just, yeah I didn't land correctly, and I totally ate it. Oh, it was so funny. Leah sent it to me on Snapchat, but there was no volume. And then I saw on Instagram, and with the volume, is even better. Because you're like, I don't know how to get down. And then when you're falling, yeah. you hear, ah! <laughs> well, it's because it doesn't look that high in the video, but when I was up it there, was it was actually 30 high. feet high. No, it wasn't. I, I think died. I just said, did I say 30? Yeah, you said 30. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> that's fucking funny follow the funny. dog instagram everyone yeah, if you follow my son's page he's very you cute you can see brandy falling and it's really funny it's my baby boy <laughs> um but yeah we we had him and it was just too hot but it was really cool it was i think it was a great turnout for their first first time first year i can't believe it was their first time so escondido's like uh north county san diego it's a population of like a hundred and twenty thousand, i think Wow, you it's actually know the population, pretty small. bro? I don't even know. 
I lived there for a while. And also, whenever I drive there from San Diego, I always pass the sign saying, welcome to Escondido with oh. the population. It might be more like 144. I don't yeah, know. I just gave away where I lived. Brandy doesn't live there. You were just visiting <laughs> I mean, day. I don't care. I think we've probably mentioned it before. Yeah, we probably have. We go and get murdered, then it's going to happen. It's fine. True. I'm ready for you. Uh, yeah, and I I have not had anything exciting happening this week at all. It's funny, speaking of like us revealing where we live every week, on uh, Boon Babe, me and Robert's like video game podcast, we like purposely don't ever say where we live because he's paranoid. And then I'm like, but I also promo spooky shit whenever I'm streaming. So I was like, all they do is listen to one episode. And I'm like, so my home address is. <laughs> uh, oops. Uh, oops. But uh, yeah, I've just been streaming a lot. And I don't know if any of you play Old School RuneScape, but you should. And check out Boon Babe on Twitch. We got affiliated. We actually made like almost $100. Wow. It's great. It's mostly because of one person. They are gifting subscriptions to other people. But it's pretty cool, oh. and we got emotes, so we're going to have little, basically, emojis for people who subscribe to us pretty soon, and I'm so fucking excited about that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> I don't know how to casually segue into it, but should I start my story? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a learning curve, man. Let's we need to... get witchy. Let's get witchy. <laughs> so this week, I'm going to be talking about Agnes Sampson. Agnes was an elderly Scottish woman who lived at Netherkeith in East Lothian, Scotland, back in the 1500s. You know, all those words. I was like, eh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Obviously, this was like fucking 500 years ago, so I don't have too much information on Agnes herself. I just know <laughs> that yeah, she was a widow with children and was a midwife who was considered to have healing powers. So before I can tell you more about the accusations of witchcraft against Agnes, I first need to give some backstory involving King James VI. Random fun fact, I was reading a little extra about James just for fun and was like, this sounds super fucking familiar. And turns out I actually talk about his family in our episode Historical Haunts and Moaning Myrtle. So that's pretty cool. Uh Do you remember me being like, they made a one-year-old a king and like his mom was or queen, um, what was her name? It was like Queen Mary of Scots or something, I believe. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And she was like plotting to kill somebody and was beheaded. That was his mom. (laughs) I was like, whoa, I'm eventually going to know like this whole like lineage history. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, throughout his teens and very early 20s, King James was actually praised for his chastity and because he had such little interest in women. It's actually theorized by a lot of people now that he was either bi or gay, which I totally agree with. Uh, And also, another little side story, kind of, he was on an episode of Doctor Who. So there's an episode of Doctor Who called The Witchfinders. And in the episode, he was like definitely like flirting with one of the guy companions. And I I thought that was funny. And he was obsessed with witches in the show as well. So that was kind of cool. But anyway, I just really like Doctor Who. So James was eventually required to get married in order to reinforce his monarchy and had to choose a suitable wife. For three days, he prayed and meditated over the portraits of two women. Well, one was a 30-year-old woman, I should say. The other one was 14-year-old Princess Anne of Denmark. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I wrote down two women and I was like, 
women, 14. These don't mount These words don't leave. That is a child. That, yeah. And 14 year old child princess, <laughs> Anne of Denmark. He ended up choosing Anne, who was nine years younger than 23 year old James. I thought it was weird that there wasn't like any. Oh, yeah. Everyone was back then, right? Everyone still is. True. I thought pedophiles. For once, they were not related, as far <laughs> as I could tell. I mean, just back then, though. Oh, yeah, no, people were nasty. I thought it was weird that there's, like, no one in their mid-20s. Because even, like, like the other option was 16 years older than Anne. And I was like, is there no one in the middle here? Like, <laughs> they're both, That's like, true. kind of age-inappropriate. I mean, obviously, the child is more age-inappropriate, yeah, but super. kind of fucking weird. On August 20th, 1589, James and Anne were married by proxy. So I actually didn't know what this meant, but apparently back in the Middle Ages, it was pretty common for like nobles and diplomats to get married by proxy. And proxy weddings occurred when either the bride, groom, or sometimes both of them were unable to actually attend their own weddings. So they sent someone else in to stand for them. what the shit it's so fucking weird the stand-in would literally like say their vows for them and everything and this was all legally binding it was what legit would, what the fuck yeah they so like, he would kiss each other too i doubt they'd kiss each other i feel like they probably didn't kiss each other back then anyway because they were all like i don't know in a purity and shit and they're all fucking mm-hmm. weird but yeah it it was mostly just a thing because obviously like traveling took forever back then or stuff would come up and people would be like, no, we need to marry you off now before like another suitor shows up. So they would just like fucking send their friend in for them and be like, all right, go marry my wife for me. And they'd be like, sounds legit. That's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. So James sent an ambassador over to Denmark for this proxy wedding while he was in Scotland. <laughs> the next month, Anne set sail for Scotland where James lived and reigned as king. There were bad omens immediately upon starting her voyage when a cannon that had been firing to salute the leaving ship, like saying goodbye, blew up and killed two of the gunners. And then a cannon ship also blew up and killed another gunner. And I'm like, what is with you guys and your cannons back then? <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> On top of these freak accidents, Mother Nature was seemingly not down for this union either. There were so many bad storms that Anne's ships actually had to stop for fear of sinking and seek refuge in Norway, where they planned to stay through the winter. James, who was notably not the romantic type, was actually so impatient to meet his new bride that he traveled to Norway himself to meet her, arriving on November 19th. The two married in person in Oslo on November 23rd, 1589. Together, the pair stayed for a while in Denmark before heading back to Scotland in the spring of 1590, where they encountered more storms on their journey. While they were in Denmark, James began to become interested in witchcraft, which he considered to be like a branch of theology, as at that time, witch hunts were pretty commonplace in the country. He became concerned about the threat that witches could pose to him and others and started to believe that witchcraft had actually been the cause of Anne's delays on her journey to him. Apparently, I don't know this jump, man, but apparently the admiral of the Danish fleet, which had been carrying her, blamed the bad journey on the Danish minister of finance, saying that the ship wasn't equipped sufficiently to withstand the bad weather. The minister of finance, probably in an attempt to take the blame off himself, said that the storm had actually been caused by witches who had... (laughs) 
great excuse. But he said that they had sent little demons in empty barrels who had climbed up the keeps of the ship and caused the storms. Oh, little little demons. Yo. That's, anytime oh, I fuck up then. anything ever again, I'm going to be like, actually, it was witches and there was little demons there. Basically. Yeah, I mean, but it worked for him. So, <laughs> shit. Also, during this time, a woman named Anne Coldings had been imprisoned during the Copenhagen witch trials on charges of witchcraft. Copenhagen's in Denmark, by the way, if you didn't know. She was actually considered to be, like, super dangerous and powerful and was referred to as Mother of the Devil. But she was also, like, low-key a celebrity for them, and she would actually be, like, put on display for their prisoners, for them to be like, yeah... We caught this witch. We call her Mother of the Devil. It's whatever. <laughs> just kind of flexing on other people. Uh, no biggie. It's no biggie. It's just the Mother of the Devil. <laughs> so anyway, the finance minister was like, hey, it wasn't my fault that the ship almost sunk. You guys should go question Anne. Is probably her. Anne was questioned. And by question, I mean she was literally tortured. And she confessed. <gasps> That her and a group of women had gathered and caused the storms on the ships by sending small devils onto it. What? What kind of confession is it if you're torturing someone? It's not. Anne was executed by burning in July of 1590 for these crimes. And her confession, I say very loosely, she had also named accomplices who were eventually arrested. And in the end, 12 other women were also killed for their parts in this witchy plan. When James heard news of these witch trials back in Scotland, he decided to set up his own little court there, where there was also a surge of witch hunts occurring. He was like, I want to kill people too, basically. The North Berwick witch trials in particular began with a woman named Gillis Duncan. Gillis, a maid who worked for a man named David Seaton, had begun to show a miraculous healing ability and had been sneaking out of the house at night. Likely to talk to the devil. I don't know what else she could possibly be doing. Kidnapping kids. <laughs> yeah, that's all they do, right? <laughs> yeah, they kidnap them and so make them sacrifice them, like turn younger. I don't know, just the normal witch stuff. <laughs> so her employer confronted her about her healing abilities and she couldn't explain what was happening. So naturally, he had her tortured. What a guy. What kind of employee benefits? accuse you of witchcraft and have you tortured while being tortured gillis confessed to being a witch and named multiple men and women in town as accomplices including agnes sampson she eventually took back her confession but of course it was too late for that and she herself was later executed for witchcraft it's fucking stupid you'll i mean there's a theme they would just torture them until they were in so much pain that they just confessed to anything and they're like oh my god we saved the day, everyone. <laughs> we did it. They're so dumb. Agnes was arrested following Gillis's confession and questioned in relation to causing the storm that troubled Queen Anne. She denied any wrongdoing and was confined in the palace of Holy Rood House. Sorry, this is the worst palace name I've ever heard in my life. And uh, they began to torture her and to search for a privy mark. So a privy mark also known as a witch's mark or devil's mark, was supposedly placed on a witch's body by the devil who either ran his claw across their body, branded them, or licked their skin, leaving a mark. No, I have no idea what the fuck they were on right then. 
It was mostly described as being like a small bump similar to a wart and was normally hidden under hair on the suspected witch so that people wouldn't know they were a witch. Today, it's theorized that a lot of these so-called witches' marks were actually just a result of skin conditions because this was literally medieval times and they did not have fucking cure anything back then. Or like if you had a birthmark or something. A hundred percent, dude. And I mean, I think I compare them to mark or uh, to warts later, but I had like warts on my finger randomly when I was like in the fourth grade. I had a few. Bro, I would have been burned at the stake back then. They would have been like, she's a fucking witch. I did ass have a wart on my elbow. Oh, I didn't know you were a witch. <laughs> I guess. That's your privy mark. Jeez. It's so she weird. Came out of nowhere too, and I, I went to the doctors and they like freezed it. Oh, I hate that. And it actually like did get Help. really small. Mm-hmm. And then it just slowly grew again. Oh, you're gonna have to go freeze that shit again. I've had, yeah. I mean, I you had did... like multiple on a finger, and I would get them all frozen, and then they would like try to be like, "You want to see a trick?" Because I was little, and they'd like pour out the freezing stuff, and it would just turn into vapor, and I'd be like, "Holy shit!" What the fuck? It was no, I mean the doctor did tell me he was like, "This is not a guarantee. Like, it's possible. Girl, back." I was Damn. like, "It's fine. Just do it." <gasps> it's because the devil left the mark. You can't get rid of the devil. He's clinging to me. <laughs> did it hurt when you did it? A little bit. Okay, so it probably just hurt me mostly because I was a child. Maybe, I was like, yeah. they're really bad, right? It probably wasn't that bad. <laughs> but uh, one other thing I saw, because um, I was like on the Wikipedia page for witches marks, and it was like related pages, and it I don't know the technical word for it, but it was basically people who have like third nipples, you know, but they're like small and not formed all the way, and so I was like, dang, they could have just been third nipples. Like, Harry Styles would have been a witch back then. I'm pretty he sure... A third nipple? I feel like he has a third nipple. Don't ask me why I might know that. Because Leah was really into One Direction in high school. I feel like Harry Styles has a third nipple. I mean, Alaris is super into it, but she never told me anything about a third nipple. Deadass thought you were going to say, I mean, Alaris has a third nipple. And I was like, no way. <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure Harry Styles does. Come at me, Harry Styles, if you have a problem. Agnes was locked in a cell where by special commandment she had her head and body shaved in search of her witch's mark, as it was said that they would generally not confess to their crimes until the mark was found. She was fastened to the wall of her cell by a witch's brittle, which I think we actually talked about before. I don't know, potentially, but I'm going to explain it again anyway, in case I'm uh, tripping and we didn't really say anything. But uh, the witch's brittle is like a torture device that went on a victim's head and had four sharp prongs that were forced into their mouths, with two pressing against the tongue and two against the cheeks, making it so the victims couldn't speak and that they were in severe pain. And remember, Agnes was like a little old lady, dude. Uh, I don't know how old old ladies were back then, though, like 20. People didn't live very long. <laughs> She's like 15 and they're like, oh, the elderly Agnes. <laughs> No, she was probably older than that. She probably was, yeah. Like 40, maybe. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Literally. But, uh, yeah, so Agnes was subjected to the witch's brittle, and she was also not allowed to sleep and had a rope thrown around her head. It was reported that they even... Ev it was reported that they eventually found her witch's mark, and she confessed soon after. 
but honestly, I'm pretty sure she just confessed because she was being tortured and it just coincided with that. Mm-hmm. And I was imagining she was like subjected to this for days, but I did read one thing to say that she was in the brittle for like an hour. Oh, also, oh. I read a little bit about the brittle and they were like, basically, husbands would go to people and be like, hey, my wife's a fucking bitch. Can we put this brittle on her? And they'd be like, for sure. Damn. <laughs> be like, she needs to shut up. And they'd be like, like bitches do be crazy, bro. <laughs> brutal. So Agnes confessed to causing storms that had resulted in an associate of the royal family drowning, saying that she had sunk a dead cat, which her fellow witches had attached parts of a dead man to, into the sea. So, like, that just grossed me out. I'm, like, sewing parts of a human to a dead cat. Yeah, that's fucked up. She also confessed to using this same charm to cause the storms that had plagued the king and his new wife. Reportedly, Agnes even confessed these to the king himself, even telling him about attempts that she had made to get his shirt or other clothes to use for more charms. I don't know in what fucking world is this random, like, midwife, like, ah, I'm gonna sneak and go steal one of the king's shirts. I'm like, where the fuck would she get that? What? I I don't know how it worked back then. Maybe they had, like, laundry people in town, but I was like, what do you, that's the stupidest thing. (laughs) Anyway. She confessed that she had made a deal with the devil to help her and her children since she was just a poor widow. She said the devil appeared to her as a black man, a dog, or a haystack. She also confessed to going to a witch's coven with her son-in-law where the two collected bones and crushed them into powder to create charms against the pains of childbirth, which I honestly thought was like a pretty nice thing for a witch to do if you could. Like, that's, that's pretty kind. Also, that she said it looked like a black man. I was like, dang. People just stayed racist back then. They were like, the devil? Oh. She also said that an English ambassador named Robert Bowes, who she described as a little black and fat man with black hair. I don't know. Uh, He had visited her while she was in prison and given her gold in exchange for her making a charm to hurt King James and make him infertile. Infertile infertile I was like infertile (laughs) (laughs) Robert Bowes made a point that she had the description of him totally wrong so I don't think he even fucking got in trouble for that which is weird because if she got that wrong then wouldn't people be like wait doesn't that mean she got the rest of it wrong but bitches be crazy I don't know what else to say she was crazy Mm. she was a witch she must have been She also confessed to making a wax image of a woman's father-in-law as she had been complaining of his behavior. I'm assuming this is like voodoo dollish to make the guy stopping annoying. I don't know. It was a very vague sentence. Despite all these confessions, King James was actually skeptical of Agnes. It wasn't until her confession with him that he began to believe she was truly a witch. During this interrogation, she told him parts of a conversation he had had with his wife on their wedding night that she could not have known. On January 27, 1591, she was charged with 53 counts of witchcraft. The very next day, Agnes was strangled with a garret before being burned at the stake for her crimes. Sheesh. I don't know why they did both. Scary? No, I was just going to say that was like a big thing back then. They just always had to burn the body. 
yeah, I thought it was just going to be burned at the stake, but I guess in Scotland specifically, they would like garret them first. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. I definitely talked about it before. It's kind of like a machinery thing that's like wrapped around your neck and it's behind you so that they could tighten and strangle you. Oh. Uh, not to make it super real, but it's kind of like how John Benet Ramsey was killed. Sheesh. Similarly. And then she was still burned at the stake. But surprisingly, this is not where Agnes's story ends. It's actually believed that the palace of Holy Root House, it's such a fucking ridiculous name, I cannot, even just, it's spelled dumb too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the palace where she was imprisoned before execution is still haunted by Agnes to this day. And it's reported that she can be seen walking through the quarters of the palace, naked and bald, with scars along her body showing the marks of the torture that she endured. What? Kind of dark, man. A little bit. <laughs> just, just. But following the execution of Agnes Sampson, King James went to oversee the interrogation, torture, and execution of many more supposed witches over the years. Despite this, it's also believed that later in life, he became skeptical about witches even existing. What a fucking change of heart after you were directly responsible for all these deaths, dude. Yeah, that's my story on Agnes Sampson. It was honestly more just like King James' life, honestly, but (laughs) fuck that guy, so. Damn. Yeah. Oh. I also wanted to say, because his child bride, she was actually, like, super fucking pumped to marry him, I guess. It was reminding me, it was giving me, like, Sans this season one Game of Throne vibes. She was, like, embroidering him shirts and stuff before they even met. And was just, like, all excited. And I was, like, girl, you're a kid. (laughs) She's, like, money. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. I think he got money because she was, like, the sister of a king. They were both rich, rich. (laughs) That's interesting. Right. All right. All right. So I'm going to start off by talking about the Great Noise in Sweden. The Great Noise was from 1668 to 1676. And it was the largest and most famous Swedish witch hunt during the reign of Charles the 11th. I think I actually saw stuff about it in my research because obviously you couldn't tell by my story. I was kind of going off on a lot of like yeah similar stories, and I saw that and I was like, "Brandy's talking about that. I don't even need to read it." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it resulted in almost three hundred executions. Oh, that's a lot of death. Uh, more than any period prior, and it lasted a total of about eight years. Jeez. Um, but the witch hunt started when Lars Elvius, I think that's how you say it. Okay. Um, a church pastor interrogated a little girl, Gertrude, Seven's daughter. Or Sven's. Sven, yeah, like Frozen. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Sven's daughter. Mm-hmm. Who pointed out Margaret or Margaret. Oh, no, no, it's Maret. <laughs> Maret, John's daughter, for having abducted her to take her to the witch's Sabbath of Satan in Blockula. What? Were these both children? Um, it doesn't say their ages. Okay. But Just because we're the referring to them as daughters. Was. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, that's their last name. John's what? daughter. That's the name? Yes. 
I'm gonna Google this whenever I edit. I'm like, did this trip me out? Because watch, you'll see. Brandy, this I isn't mean. thongs all over again, is no, it? No, no, no. That's her. That's what it says. Her name is. Oh my god. It's, it's, it's daughter, but it's spelled like D O T T E R. Oh, it's probably pronounced like hella Swedish, like daughter. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know any Swedish words. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I was just like, I was, I thought it was weird the way you were saying it. I was like, you're saying like it's a name. It is a name. Daughter. 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 I have no idea. Me either. I just say daughter. Swedish people, hit us up, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Witch's Sabbath uh, is basically where they would gather of those that believed and to practice witchcraft and other rituals. It was the witch's hangout spot. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of what took it off. And it expi- expanded into a large trial. And Darl... I'm uh, sorry for betraying this. <laughs> my my Swedish peeps. I know you, you choose the places that I'm like, Brandy, you know you're not gonna... No one knows how to say those. True. Um, but in... <laughs> Dalarna... In 1668, 17 people were sentenced to death for having abducted children to Satan. Oh my god, no one was doing that. Yep. Um, The children who were supposed victims and witnesses were punished as well. Not for having witnessed, but of having been to Satan and participated in the Sabbath. Uh, It's not like they could help it if they were kidnapped. (laughs) That's fucked Um, up. I guess 148 children were sentenced with being whipped or running the gauntlet, which is basically means to take part in a form of corporal punishment in which the part partly judged guilty is forced to run between two rows of soldiers who strike and attack them with sticks or other weapons. Uh- <laughs> Can you imagine? Because, okay, I don't think that they even got abducted, first of all. But if they did get abducted, for them to be like, all right, kids, now time to beat your ass because you were there. <laughs> right? That is fucked up. The witch trial of Mora attracted attention and caused hysteria in the country. It spread as rumors by word of mouth from parish to parish. Supposedly, these witches would abduct children to the witch's Sabbath of Satan of Blockula where they were exposed to sexual abuse and forced to sell their souls. And then they would have fucking beat them after for not all of them, but some of them. Bro, if that was real, that'd be like hella victim blaming. Oh my god. Um, but eventually the growing number of trials caused the government to form a central national witchcraft commission in an attempt to take cro- Control of the situation. So nutty that things like this really happened. Right? I was like, the fuck? The Witch Hunters Coalition. I'm like, what? (laughs) Uh, But the rules of the Witchcraft Commission were issued by the king in 1673 and 1674. The 1673 regulation stated that only those accused who confessed willingly and who had played a leading role were legal to execute. I confessed willingly. I wonder how the circumstances of these confessions were. Mm, yeah. Not well, ideal. The revised rules of 
1674 stated that people could be executed even if they had not confessed, but that torture was, from that point on, legal to use to make them to confess. Keep in mind that they would do it prior. They would torture people prior, but now it was legal. Oh my god. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Um, but yeah, the commission was supervised by Governor Carl Larson Spar- Spare? Sparer? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> legit. <laughs> um, but yeah, he preserved the right to confirm all sentences before they could legally be carried out. Oh. All the condemned were executed by decapitation, after which the remains were burned at the stake. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, it's really... I should have gave a warning, sorry. Oh, I didn't give a warning either for mine. I'm sorry as well. <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, how they were decapitated first, and I was imagining their heads separate from their body being burned. Gross. You didn't need, need to picture that. But it's there. Still there. The worst phase occurred in 1675 when about 110 were executed. In an entire year, 110 people? Yep. It's like every three days they were like, hey, let's decapitate this person. They're like, sure. (laughs) Um, The witch trials of the Katerina Parish in Stockholm were the end of the witch hunt. A total of eight women were executed in 1676. It was sisters Anna Simple and Britta Simple, Anna Mandotter, Anna Perstotter, Larka, Maria Joran's daughter, Margetta Matt's daughter. Are all these daughters, like, that's their name, right? Yeah. Okay. Anna Simon's daughter, Hack, and Malin Matt's daughter. These names who- are so nutty that I you could not, I couldn't guess how many people you just said. It could have been one or it could have been 20. <laughs> I don't know. Those are, just, <laughs> those are I mean, a lot. I, I'm pretty sure I'm mispronouncing their names. I don't know. I feel like that was very spot on, Brandy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, During the proceedings in Stockholm, several members of the Witchcraft Commission, notably Eric Noravis and Urban Hyanorn. Oh, uh, that's my favorite, I think. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. But they had growing concern over the rights of those accused and the testimonies used to condemn them. Particularly as the testimonies were given by children who were merely asked to confirm their former statement rather than repeat it. Oh my so god. They were kinda like, Bro, this is kind of sus. Yeah. They're just like, so you still think that they're a witch, right? Keep in mind that if you're lying, we're going to beat you again. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. They're a witch. <laughs> but on September 11th, 1676, one witness, one child witness actually admitted to having lied in court. Whoa. Um, the confession was followed by a complete breakdown of all child witnesses before court. <gasps> As a consequence, the Witchcraft Commission immediately ordered a stop of witch hunt nationwide and started to issue an investigation on how the witch hysteria could be stopped. Well, that's like actually very mature of them. Right? <laughs> I'm surprised. Like eight years though. I mean, yeah, like 300 people died, but I was kind of expecting them to be like, 
These children are still cursed. The witches are here. <laughs> um, in nine, no, not nineteen. Woo. I almost guessed like nineteen over. too, and then I was like, oh, just four hundred years before that. <laughs> In 1677, the Witchcraft Commission and the government ordered the clergy nationwide to stop all witch panic by conducting a prayer of gratitude in their sermons. Basically, basically they said to thank God that the witches had now been banned forever from the kingdom. Why did they do that forever ago? (laughs) I don't know. Okay, respect. Um, but some clergymen actually protested and kept insisting that the witches were guilty and sorcery was real. But luckily, the Witchcraft Commission lectured them and forced them to comply. That's actually fucking funny. It lectured them. <laughs> lectured them. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm going to talk about more about uh, Malin Matt's daughter. All right. I I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to Google that for the episode info. Matt's daughter. 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 Is it the two aughts over, though? That was an interesting one right there. It wasn't that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she was born in 1613, and not much is known about her. Um, Just that she was of Finnish heritage. Okay. Um, and some fragments that came out during her trial. Just, like, little bits and pieces of her life. Little um, tidbits. Yeah. Her profession was unknown, but she did mention of having been a midwife on one occasion. Dang, which is staving midwives, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, but she was described as poor, but owned her own house and was hired by a midwife. Or as a midwife by Anna Zippo, who had been accused and executed earlier. <laughs> oh, well, that's not a good connection to have. Nope. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah, Malin. I hope I'm pronouncing that the right. It's M A L I N. I think I saw that name too. Whenever I was doing my research, I was just pronouncing Malin. 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 I mean, I've already been saying. Malin. Just do whatever. It's all good. Malin makes more sense. Um, But yeah, she married a man named Eric Nielsen. Nielsen. It has two S's. Um, (laughs) But he worked within the manufacturer of nails and other metals. They had two daughters together. Anna Eric's daughter and Maria Eric's daughter. Hmm. Which I thought... Like, it was interesting because their dad's name, or his name is Eric, and then the girl's last name is Eric's daughter. That is funny. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, again, it sounds like you're just giving them titles. Yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Very interesting. And then, like, his last name is Nilsson. <laughs> so his dad's name is probably Nils. I wonder if that's actually, like, the origin of the names probably is. I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting, though. Um, but I do want to give a little warning. Oh, for some disturbingness that's okay. Gonna be okay. talked about. Okay. Um, in in sixteen sixty eight, Eric was executed for having sexual intercourse with a cow. Ah, that wasn't something I was expecting at all. Uh, yeah. 
He had been reported by their eldest daughter, Anna, who was 13 at the time. She reported him after her sister and her had been brought home after running away from home (laughs) because of, quote, the beatings of their father. Oh, damn. She was a bad dude. Yeah. Um, After which, her father ordered their mother to beat them again. Uh, Did she? I mean, I assume so. Yeah. She did. Because during the beating, Anna reportedly said to her father, God knows mother beats and you beats, and I shall no longer remain silent. Such Such a sin you have committed all the time standing on her chair over our black cow like a rooster over a hen. Ew. (laughs) What the fuck? Disgusting. Well said for a child, though. (laughs) Smart 13-year-old. Yeah. But Malin later remarried a man named Anders Aredinson. All right. (laughs) After she remarried, her daughters left home, stating that they were leaving because of the frequent arguments between her and her new husband. Oh, that sounds healthy. In July 1676, Melin was reported for witchcraft by her own 19-year-old daughter, Maria Dang. Eric's daughter. Mm-hmm. This, these fucking daughters hate their parents. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Basically. Her report stated, The true daughter of Rumpere Malin. Rumpere, um, was, they, they called her a lot. They called her that a lot. Rumpere? Yes. Okay. Um, I think rumpled stilt skin. Right? <laughs> but I guess that was like a nickname or like family name. Okay. The meaning of the word rumpere is unknown, but it is similar to the term rumpoxy? Hmm. Rumpoche? I don't know. But it's basically like a another word or like used for stupid people oh my god so basically like an r word oh my gosh but yeah that's fucked she, up she 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 said that she said the true daughter of rumpere malin uh maria eric's daughter age 19 was called upon and confessed that she had the had the same night been abducted by anna wife of stefan and her mother well Another abduction. Yeah. She also said that her mother had always had a bad language, cursed, and used ugly words, particularly on holy days. <laughs> and also stated that she was in regular contact with Satan. Oh, okay. So they were just like send letters. Yeah. They were Casual. Just, they were just casually always talking. Yeah. They were um, just friends. <laughs> <laughs> Malin was questioned and cautioned to tell the truth. They questioned her religious instruction. Uh, when asked to recite like prayers and stuff, she said that mm-hmm. she could not bother to read and barely knew the Lord's Prayer. Her language so she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Her language difficulties attracted attention when she couldn't read the prayers the court instructed her to. Even when they read it to her so she could repeat it to them. She couldn't even repeat it back. Yeah, basically. Because the devil's in her. Mm-hmm. The court noted that she hesitated in a suspicious way. 
the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> um, I guess it also raised alarms because in the Swedish, in Sweden, they had the Swedish Church Ordinance, fifteen seventy one, which basically stated that every citizen, regardless of class or sex, was by law required to be able to read, so that they may be able to read from the Bible. Uh, I like that's all for the Bible. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, her daughter Maria testified that Malin took her and several children to the Satan in Bocula. Blocula. It sounds Dracula. like Dracula. I was just gonna say it sounds like Dracula to me. Yeah, I keep does. imagining that every single time. But yeah, and that Satan himself, quote the mean one, appeared in court, long black with horns, standing by her mother, holding her skirt. And whispered in her ear to never confess. Ew, what the fuck? So basically while she was giving the testimony, she said that she saw. They say they basically a black man too. Yeah, that's very very telling. <laughs> Racist. Literally. Madeline was then ordered by the court to fall onto her knees and pray to be able to confess. After she did, Maria said she could no longer see the devil. Uh Okay, that's convenient. Ten-year-old Matthias Waldendorf and seven-year-old Margareta Joran's daughter both testified and corroborated Maria's story. Oh, interesting. Like, that they, they said that they also got kidnapped and that they also saw Satan. So right dumb. <laughs> um, a woman named Gertrude Matt's daughter testified that Malin had a abducted her children to Satan 16 times before losing them in a game to another witch. Oh my god. Losing your children? <laughs> yeah. Casual. That she, that Malin lost them. Like, Just don't gamble if you're not to gamble your children. So, a card so of games. I mean, a game of cards. I didn't realize. You're really <laughs> letting your kids know like they're worth though. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Gertrude's children testified that they had been beaten by Malin to prevent them from testifying. But she wasn't physically there. Yeah. It was a proxy court. Yeah, basically. <laughs> her mom said that she saw her children endure fits while being supernaturally beaten by Malin. From while she was in prison. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that she would rather just see them die than suffer. Oh, that's weird to say. Right? But okay. Um, she also said that she would kill Malin herself if she was not executed. Holy shit. Just, she went into mama mode. I know. I, I'm not mad about it. Um, Malin's older daughter, Anna, supported Maria's testimony, but then she started saying that she herself started to abduct children, so she was placed <sighs> under arrest. So ridiculous. I wonder the context of them, like, confessing if they were also being tortured like my person. They could have been. They're, they probably they didn't find were. too much details. Yeah, of course. But the court was a little suspicious, and they did ask Maria if she was just trying to have her mother executed in order to inherit the house. That's fucking funny. <laughs> but, you know, she denied it, so. So they believed her immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the court was convinced of her guilt by the testimonies of her own daughters, combined with her lack of religious knowledge and difficulty to read prayer. Prayers. 
that's not a lot to uh, find someone guilty of. You're like, right? Something a little um, bit hearsay. But yeah, Malin obviously denied everything, but that denial was regarded as a sign of the devil. <laughs> oh my god, you can't even deny stuff without it being a fucking devil thing. Nope. They said that the devil was assisting the witch to withstand interrogations. That is so fucking stupid. Um, I guess she did accuse her daughters of a bad lifestyle, but when asked to specify, she answered with such language that it was actually never like recorded or written down because, <sighs> quote, it was offensive to decent ears. I really wish that we could find out what was happening. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, on July 16th, 1676, Malin Matt's daughter was found guilty and sentenced to be executed. Yikes. Um, the method of execution was up for debate in the Royal Witchcraft Commission between three methods. Okay. Uh, the first was like the base, the customary one, the kind of one that they always went to. Which was execution by decapitation, followed by the public burning of their corpse. Um, the second method is basically she would be subjected to torture, and then on top of the, the first method. Oh she my god! Tortured, then decapitated, then Yes, dude. Um, and the third method was that she would be executed by being burned alive. Oh, these are all bad. I don't want either one. Can you guess what was chosen? I hope it's just C, I guess. Which one is it? C? C? Or the third one? Yeah. That she was uh, decapitated? Oh. The third one? The third one is being burned alive. The second one is decapitated, huh? Well, te- the first and second are technically decapitated. Okay, the first sorry. is you're deca- you're deca- they would decapitate her and then bury her bo- or burn her body. The bury second <laughs> the second one is they would torture her, decapitate her, and then burn her body. In my mind, I guess I heard those backwards because <laughs> I thought that the first one was decapitate or wait, the first <laughs> I thought the first one you know what? I think my guess is that she was decapitated. <laughs> Final answer. Oh my god, I'm I don't know what's happening right now. Good guess, good guess. What is it though? Um they almost unanimous unanimously voted for method three. Oh, uh alive, burned alive. Mm-hmm. Almost unanimously, like majority. Like yeah. a lot of them. Majority rules in this situation, doesn't um, it? Yeah. Ah, hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah, one person in his boat stated that the honor of God should be regarded before the personal pain of Malin, and that she should be given a taste of what was awaiting her in hell after having seduced so many souls to Satan. Brandy. I'm sorry, that's what this person said, bro. Burning someone alive saying she should get a taste of what's waiting for her in hell? Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, why would you say that? That is gruesome. It would kind of be cool to hear that line in a book or a movie, though. <laughs> but, like, real life, true. too scary. <laughs> true, true. Um, but, you know, I said almost, you know, as me. Yes. And then, God, we, we know almost. what you mean. Almost yeah, yeah. by majority. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, it was by majority. Almost all of them. Yes, there we go. But there was obviously a few that didn't agree. 
um, a doctor actually, Urban H. Jarn, suggested that she be tortured with a hot iron prior to execution, which would make her unconscious and unable to feel pain because that'd be t- too cruel. It, I, did they not have I like mean, medicine they could give her to make her unconscious? I the mean, only no, option? This was like the late 1600s. Didn't they have like poppies or some shit? That's what they did in Game of Thrones. And they're like, oh, we don't want to hurt her too much. Let's just torture her until she passes out and then kill her. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh my god. I don't know, but that was shot down real quick. Yeah, they wanted her to feel the flames. Um, yeah, they deemed the method necessary as an example to the public and her accomplices. Oof, man. Um but they did have a bag of gunpowder secured to her neck to make her death quicker, supposedly. I I I don't know if that makes it better necessarily. Cause yeah, I don't know about that. I'm imagining it so much more graphic in my head now. Oh my god. That's scary. Yo. Um, but yeah, the method of execution makes the case of Malin Matt's daughter unique because she was one of the only ones to be burned alive because everyone before her were they were executed and then burned. Yeah, I think until I started researching, I thought that everyone was burned alive. And then mm-hmm. I read how mine was like strangled and then burned. No, yeah, most of them are like strangled or strangled or like executed in some other form. Yeah, or decapitated or something. Yeah. Oh boy. But she was literally like the only one that Aww. they had written down. Yeah. She was the last person to be executed by burning, and the second to last to be executed in Sweden. She was so close to making it out of that little right? witch hunt era. She That's was. sad. Aww. Um, but yeah, on August 5th, 1676, Melon was to be executed. At the stake, she apparently behaved with great dignity and courage while she stated her innocence. Oh my god. Maria was present and called out for her mom to tell the truth, to which they responded... Or someone responded. I'm not sure. Like someone in the crowd, <laughs> someone there said, "She gave her daughter into the hands of the devil and cursed her for eternity." Oh. Um. Shortly after that comment, the fire was lit. Oh my god! But apparently, she she showed no signs of pain. She didn't. She died silently. No screaming. No nothing. How is that even physically possible? I don't know. But that basically gave proof to the court because it was believed that witches could not feel pain. So if she's... <laughs> so if she I, screamed? If she screamed, they would have been like, yikes! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> but I was like, what's so crazy fuck? though that she didn't make a sound? I can't believe that. Maybe the gunpowder thing actually made a difference. Or maybe like... Maybe they did have some kind of fucking medicine and they got her, like, high as shit beforehand. Like, she had a homie in the cells. Maybe. I don't know. Sketch. Not to sound, like, super intense, but if I found out I was going to be burned at a stake alive, I would try to kill myself before that could happen. Like, no. (laughs) But, yeah, after her execution, that was kind of, like, when the commission had started questioning all the testimonies and stuff like that. (laughs) Now is the time that they I mean, it was around the same time. Ugh. 
But yeah, all of those that did lie were prosecuted for perjury, which led to execution or physical punishments, or sometimes both. <laughs> Why? I was like, good, they, they finally lie. stopped killing people, and then they're like, so they killed the liars instead. I'm like, yo. No, I, most of them, I feel like they were just like whipped or stoned, okay. but not completely. But there was a couple, though, that they were like, yeah, we're going to kill yeah. you now. They were obsessed with executing fucking everyone back then. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, it's about to get a little more crazier. How? Um, Melin's <laughs> oldest daughter, Anna, was actually arrested after, you know, what she said at her mother's trial. Oh. Uh, where was I? Oh. And while in prison, she reported that she had heard her mother call for her in her dreams, pinch her, and ask her to come as soon as possible. Why would she, she had accused her of witchcraft. Right? <laughs> I would keep that a secret to my death, because now they're going to be like, she's con- she's talking she's to the fucking witch. demons! <laughs> um, but Anna and other accused, other, like, others that were accused were eventually freed from the charge of witchcraft. Oh, thank God. Um, but they were sentenced to be whipped for perjury. All right, here we go. <laughs> Though there were many more accusations after this, few people were actually executed for sorcery after the year of 1676. Oh, well, that's good. The last execution in Sweden for witchcraft was on June 15th, 1704, when none other than Anna Eric's daughter was decapitated. Yes. So wait, her daughter. So that's like her granddaughter? No, her daughter. It was her daughter. Oh, I thought, okay. I got that backwards a little bit. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? But I guess, yeah, she did grow old and. They hated old women, man. Every time someone turned old, they they were like, you're an annoying witch. You're going to die now. I mean, she never denied it or nothing. And they did accuse her about the same thing. Like, killing people like people were mysteriously dying around her and stuff like she that. probably did deny it and they just wrote down in their notes you're she, right, you're right. <laughs> she um, confessed <laughs> but yeah in 1779 the death penalty for witchcraft was finally abolished uh the whole ass 100 years later oh my goodness and you know people were still doing it after that yeah. too i'm sure mm-hmm Whenever I I was looking at the Wikipedia list of, like, um, witches executed, like, supposed witches executed, and there were some, like, in the 2000s in, like, random countries. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, the context of it because there wasn't, like, stories on it. I mean, maybe Wikipedia is just fucking lying. But it was kind of, kind of fucking insane. Um, A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Just, Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a lot of it trying to see the oh there is pretty crazy story if i say so i would agree you know i must say i'm trying to find where the recent ones were there's an entire subsection called modern witch hunts oh but yeah yeah uh there was one in the congo in 1999 um in 2008 it was reported that a mob in kenya had burned to death at least 11 people accused of witchcraft sheesh i'm like bro why are people still fucking believing this shit 
<laughs> so weird. Honestly, whenever I was little, my dad didn't like me to dress up as a witch for Halloween because he was like weirdly superstitious about it. <laughs> really? It was. I I feel like I'm fucking making that up, but I'm like, no, that definitely happened, and it was really weird. Damn. Yeah, it was odd, but I was a witch like every year, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was um pretty dark. Gunpowder around the neck is going to haunt me forever. Decapitations. Decapitating and then burning. I forgot about the bestiality. So much other shit happened. I forgot that even was in there. You took us all the way around the awful things, Brandy. Thank you for that. You know me. Yeah. I like the dark side. You really do. (laughs) I thought Biden was bad just for mentioning the garroted part. And I was like, oh. (laughs) garroting's not so bad (laughs) do you have anything else to add don't accuse people of being witches you bitches yeah fuck off (laughs) yeah fuck off let people be witches mine was literally bitches (laughs) and my person was like supposedly helping people like alleviate pain in childbirth and they were like kill her (laughs) yeah there was like a I saw when I was trying to, like, pick someone, I just did see, like, a lot of, like, healers or stuff like that that would mm-hmm. accuse them of doing shit. They were, like, beyond their time healing, and they were, like, the only possible explanation is witches. Yeah, she's a witch. I was reading, too, about this other guy who was accused of witchcraft in the same, like, um, trial, and they were, like, I'm going to describe torture right now. Just a warning. They, like, took off all of his fingernails. And we're like using stuff to like push against the skin on his fingers, and oh. and they use something called the boot, where they put like built something like designed specifically for the size of like his foot or leg or something, and then they would just like hit more pieces of wood at angles into it and just like Jeez. fuck him up. It was crazy, man. And then they're like, "Aha! They confess. They must be telling the truth." And I'm like, "They oh, confess because no, you're fucking." <laughs> have you have you ever like broken a nail like? Well, like Not- me, I've smashed two different fingers with a sliding door. Ooh. Two separate occasions. I don't uh, know. Once it was my thumb, and the other time it was like... Oh, actually, it was a car door. But it was with my pointing oh, finger. Oh, I accidentally closed one of my niece's finger before. Oh, the car shit door. hurt so bad. Yeah. But anyways, I like fucked up my thumbnail. Oh, <laughs> thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> But, it, like, to the point, like, it literally, like, fell off. And it's crazy, like, how sensitive it is. They noted on Wikipedia saying, like, the hypersensitive skin. And I was like... Yes, it's super... Heck? It's so gross. Like, when my Ew. nail came off, it was just, like... It looked nasty. Uh-huh. It's, like, weird. It's, like, purple. Um, it was, like, purple and shit. Like, bruised. Yeah, like, hella bruised. Ew. And then it's, it's so crazy to see, though. Like, you could... S- like, um, cause your other nail, the broken one, mm-hmm. it eventually like falls off, and like you could uh. just see the like purple bruise skin, and then slowly you see your nail growing, and it's just like crazy to Ew, see that. So creepy. Yeah, I never want anyone to touch my nails ever again. <laughs> like for fear of breaking them. That seems awful. Ew, definitely super sensitive. Ugh. No, I'm. I think I'm pretty lucky. I've never had anything like that happen. Once I like hit it like last year, or no, it was a couple years ago. Whenever we worked together, Brandy, a box fell on my finger, 
and like actually bruised it. And I thought I was going to pass out for a second. I heard like ringing in my ears because it hurt so bad. And it just bruised it. And I could see the bruise under the nail and I couldn't look at it because it like freaked me out to even (laughs) see it. No, it definitely hurts a lot. Or like when I smashed my finger on the car door too. Oh yeah, whenever I did it to my niece because you have like younger siblings. So you know Mm -hmm. like whenever kids are injured, you could usually tell how bad it is with how silent they are before they scream. True. Bro, there was like a good five seconds. We just locked eyes. And we were just staring at each other both wide eyes before she was like, ah! and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> like my sister likes to like fake cry or she's uh-huh. very dramatic, but we know when she actually hurts herself because oh, no. it's a different kind of cry. It's a like a scream of anguish. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Lost before? Lost? Lost. The TV, the TV show, show Lost? Yeah. I did a long ass time ago. Okay. I also watched it a long ass time ago, so hopefully I'm remembering this correctly. But I feel like there was one character who was going to torture another one. I don't even remember the context. And he was like, whatever. I could fucking handle torture. Like, it was Sawyer, the blonde dude with, like, longer hair. He was, like, super cool. Huh? No, he wasn't a lawyer, was he? No. I was said Sawyer. He was, like, a con man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and he was going to get tortured by Saeed, who, of course, they made the like one of the only brown actors in the entire thing a torturer. But um, <laughs> they had it. So he, I think it was like he used like bamboo and he pushed it under his fingernail, which uh, was terrifying. But I remember it seemed really realistic because I think he only did it once and he was like, all right, fine, we're done. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. <laughs> Because so many TV shows, they're, like, withstanding everything. And I was, like, in reality, if you just, like, poked me with something sharp, I'd be, like, what do you want to know? Like, you can... I'll tell you anything. You don't even have to get to that point. You're just you don't. Be talking. You don't. Exactly. <laughs> I'm very talkative. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, if any of you want to email us your um, torture witch stories, you can at thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Uh, that'd be horrifying if you actually had any so don't really do that but come <laughs> say hi and follow us on twitter and instagram at spooky shit underscore pod and our website is spooky pod.com and yeah thank you all for listening we appreciate it and we'll catch you on the other side of the thing next week mm-hmm. i was i was gonna say catch you on the flippity flip but last week i was like why would i say that so i tried to stop it and it a lot happened see on the dark side is what i was going for see you in hell (laughs) whoa i didn't go that far (laughs) okay bye bye